Morning, everybody. Um, yesterday, Hakes preached on uh, the story of Rehoboam and Jeroboam and what happened after Solomon uh, died and who was going to take the throne. And so what I'd like to do this morning is just pick up on something, uh, on a very small thought, which I have found um, to be quite a challenge as I've matured and as I've grown in the Lord. Uh, so let me let me read you this text and then we'll jump in. So what's happened is it says, um, Rehoboam, uh, from verse uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 10, from verse 3, it says, They sent for Jeroboam, and he and all of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Come back to me in three days. So the people went away. Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon. How would you advise me to answer these people? They replied, If you'll be kind to these people... And please them and give them a favorable answer. They will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. The young men who had grown up with him said, The people have said to you, Father, put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them, My finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I'll make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. And so what happens is, uh, Rehoboam thinks, well, you know, I want to make my name and I want to establish myself. I want to be the main guy. So he goes back to the people of Israel. And he doesn't take the advice of the older guys. He takes the advice of the young guys and 10 out of the 12 tribes just leave. And from that moment on in history, because up to that point, there was just Israel. But from that point onwards, for the rest of um, Chronicles, if you read, you'll read that they talk about Judah and they talk about Israel. And Judah is Judah and Benjamin, those two tribes, and then the other ten tribes on their own. And they have separate kings, and they sometimes go to war with each other, and they get invaded separately, but the nation splits over this one decision that Rehoboam has made. And friends, I, what I've realized is as I'm getting older, that what's um, so important, sometimes it's not about making the right call. Um, it's sometimes timing of the call of or timing of our decisions is more important than um, the decision itself that's being made. And there was a, a moment here for Rehoboam to make it. What he made wasn't a good call, um, but it was the timing of this call. This moment was everything. And I feel like in our lives, there are these moments where that one decision counts for more than a bunch of other little decisions. And what God does is he allows us almost to build a good network around us, have godly counsel around us, um, to mature and grow. And then when it comes time to make the big decisions that really count, and we don't know when those big decisions are going to come, we make the right call. And I've seen it time and time again where people have been isolated or people have um, had the wrong counsel, they haven't built the right network around them, that the big call that is going to make, that's going to kind of set up their, the big picture of their destiny, they wipe out on that one. And God's gracious, He allows it to come around again sometimes. But friends, the truth is that um, we can walk away from our destiny or we can blow up our inheritance in a moment with rash and stupid decisions. And again, like I mentioned last week, our rhythms are more important than our in-the-moment decisions. You know, we can't afford just to live our lives the way we want to live them, just do whatever we want to do. 
and just live our life however. And then when there's these big moments, all of a sudden we expect to make the right call. Because sometimes the right call in the moments or the timing um, can come in the face of us being frustrated, can come in the face of us having a rough time, of not being able to really see clearly. Even if we're in a good space, we can only see through our, our lenses. And what I love is Solomon had left Rehoboam this group of older men who would be able to help him and counsel him and encourage him. And they gave him great counsel. In that moment, if he just, because Solomon had, had been known for wonderful building projects and he'd done so much during his reign, but the people had worked incredibly hard to see that all of that accomplished. And so that's what the older guys were referencing. They're saying, listen, Brew, when your dad, yes, your dad made us craft. If you come in as this king and go, wow, guys, we're just going to take a moment and live in the land and, and be like, wow, this is amazing. We'll still build and we'll still go forward. But this, there's a season just to um, recoup or a season to regroup. And friends, I think sometimes when we look at our lives, we aren't always sure of when are the seasons to push and when are the seasons to regroup. And if we, so I'll give you an example. I, I've got a friend um, who leads a church here in Johannesburg, good guy. And um, we were at gym a while ago, and he said to me, it was towards the end of the COVID season, and all these churches were pushing super hard to reopen and do all this stuff. And he said, his counsel, he wasn't actually counseling me, he was just telling me what he was doing. He was saying, you know what, at the beginning of 2022, that's when we're going to need to be able to really be available for people and push hard and, and go for it and create space for people. All these guys who are trying to kick the doors down at the end of 2021, for those last six months of 2021, he's like, it's too early. The church is going to be out of puff. They're going to be out of puff when it comes time. They're going to need that, that energy at the beginning of 2022. So he took some leave at the end of 2021, just made sure that they were caring and loving for their church. And so I, I thought it was great counsel, actually. And so we did a similar thing at the end of 2021. The last six months, we focused on community and, and um doing stuff together and that kind of thing, making sure connect groups were strong and people were encouraged so that in 2022 we can push. So we're about to go on a Botswana mission now. We've had some other trips that we've done. Um, and as a church, we've really been able, we've moved into a new building. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's happened in 2022. But if we'd gone really hard at the end of 2021, we wouldn't have had the gas for this season. And that was as a result of a wise friend that I had. And, and so friends, my encouragement is that if we look at the circle around us, we should be investing just as much daily as one of our rhythms in our circle around us. Guys who've got good advice, guys who are listening to Jesus, walking with them, that we can get godly counsel. Because when they speak, they're able to just show us a perspective we wouldn't have seen ourselves. And then when it comes time to make the big call, we're able to push and we're able to have the, the gas in the tank or the energy to be able to move into the next season. Um, that God has for us. And so this applies to business, it applies to our marriages, it applies to every aspect. You know, there's times in our marriages where we're on a big growth curve and we're having to navigate new things. But if we haven't taken time to rest and regroup before then, we're just running on fumes. And that ebb and flow of the Christian walk is so incredibly important that sometimes we can feel like if we're not just pushing, 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 we are, um, uh, we've been complacent. But friends, even the ebb, where we are resting and when we are recharging is going forward because it's putting um, a gas back in the tank to be able to move forward. And so to be able to look at these times, it's incredibly important to have people around us who can kind of help us read the season, but it can also help us understand where we're at ourselves. They know us. 
able to say, hey, maybe what if you took a, what if you rested? What if you took a bit of a break now? What if you did these kind of things? During these holidays, um, we, our connect groups closed down. And we get together, we had a movie night, we had some training nights at the church all together corporately so that our connect group leaders can breathe. Because again, the ebb and flow of the of the uh, rhythms. And, and if some of our connect group leaders came to us and said, no, 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 we're going to keep leading during the holidays, our, we wouldn't fight them on that, but our strong encouragement would be for them, hey guys, listen, like ebb and flow. Understand that there is the space in and out. And so this applies to not just church life. I've given you some examples from our church life. But friends, it also applies to our um, to our personal lives, to our, our minds, just our mental health. It applies to our spiritual lives with Jesus. There's times when he's got us on this real growth growth curve. But then there's other times when it feels like not a whole lot's happening. In those times when it feels like not a whole lot's happening, that's the time to be building the network, building a, a group of good godly men or women or whoever it is around us. That's the time to be filling up on God's word. So that when it comes time to make the big call, we've got the things lined up. We're able to hear God. We're able to know what his word says. And we're able to have godly counsel around us. Because if we can line up hearing God, his word, and godly counsel, friends, it's almost like we can't miss. In those moments that we make exactly the right call. And unfortunately for Rehoboam, he didn't do that. Um, his pride took over. His arrogance. These guys were playing into you know, the, his friends that he grew up with, it says were um, blowing smoke up his bum and <laughs> telling him he was more than he was. And he believed them, and a nation split as a result. And, that, and we don't want that, friends. We want to be able to be ready when God calls us to the big call. So I hope that blesses you, and can't wait to catch you guys later on in the week.